This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Please welcome Drew Barrymore. on in the room. I am loving it. Um, I'm so glad that you guys came out of your houses and here into this wonderful safe space of our show. And we have an amazing one at that, actually. Actor, singer, dancer, joy bomb of a human being, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is here. I love him so much. And he's actually gonna tell us about the very first audition that he ever went on and this casting director that changed the course of his entire life. And I'm very excited for that story. And first, does anyone want some good news? I do. All right, let's hit the headlines. just looks so lovely. It is time for Drew's News, your daily bowl of fresh good news pasta with that perfect al dente chew. <laughs> and with me at the desk is my main news noodle, Ross Matthews. That's right. Hi, everybody. Hi. Oh, I know you're excited about this week. I know. It's pasta week, and we're throwing a five-day all-out pasta party to yeah. celebrate one of the best food Oh my God, and my favorite. And to kick it off, I hear we have a pasta proclamation from the pasta queen herself, Chef Nadia Caterina Mundo. Hi, Drew and Ross, it's me, matriarch of the macaroni family. I am so thrilled you're celebrating my favorite food, pasta. I want you to enjoy all the pastas in the pasta kingdom. So today I'm officially anointing you Pasta Queen and Pasta King of Pasta Week. You may now put on your crowns. Yeah. First of all, thank you, Nadia. Now, the Pasta Queen is a very, very beloved woman on TikTok, and she was kind enough to do our show in the very beginning. We made pasta al limone, which is one of my very favorite pastas in the world, Rossi. I see that you have a, I'm not kidding, it's hard to talk because my tongue and my yeah. mouth just want to be here. <laughs> you have a different pasta in front of you. What pray tell are you eating? I love she asked me a question. It's only so she can eat her pasta. You guys saw that, right? <laughs> like, she really doesn't care. I, do I, care. I know you care, but like, you're just focused on that. But, 
So yours is a pasta a la limone, right? Oh. So my favorite pasta is an untraditional one. It's gonna surprise some of you. This is cold pasta salad with like the vegetables in it and like the mayo base, you know what I'm talking about? I love pasta salad, Rashi. Mm, and it's sort of sweet because of the relish. And I love tang. Tang, girl. This is tangful. That's exactly what this is. Well, first up in our in our news today and stories is some noodle news for oh. Pasta Week. It's about Robert Pattinson. Oh, you love Robert Pattinson. Who doesn't? Hello, like I don't know. Is there someone here who doesn't like Robert Pattinson? Speak now. Show yourself. <laughs> Well, either I scared you or it is true. <laughs> he is beloved by all. And the cut reports that the newest Batman has his very own pasta dream. He wants to create the first pasta you can hold in your hand. And he calls it pasta cucino. He already has run experiments. He sticks together a lump of penne with layers of sugar and cheese and coats it with cornflakes and then microwaves it. What? And he says it should be served on a bun like a hamburger. It hasn't come together yet, but Robert is serious. He even met with frozen food companies against the advice of his management. Oh dear, oh dear. <laughs> I mean, that's against nature, don't you think? Well, All he, that together? He coats it with the cheese and then he microwaves it. And one of the things that I found out um, from digging into the details was that he says all of life's pleasure foods uh, burgers, sandwiches, tacos are all hand friendly, uh -huh. but pasta is not. And it's time for it to be. Okay. Well, uh, you know. <laughs> Let me tell you, let me tell you how cruel nature is that Robert Pattinson can look like Robert Pattinson and eat that, and I would walk by, smell it, and look like this. You know what I'm saying? Unacceptable, Mother Nature. Uh, also, <laughs> do you know what cocina, cocina means? Cushion. Cushion, which is exactly what you get if you eat what Robert Pattinson makes you. <laughs> but you, I, you can make me one, Robert Pattinson, I'll try it. Anything that our Pats does works for me. Works for me too. Hey, next up, you know the incredible Molly Ringwald just had a birthday. <laughs> and of course, who could forget her iconic character in 16 Candles? She, she played high school kid whose entire family forgot her birthday, remember? Well, People reports that this year, Molly's real life mom made the same mistake that her parents made in the movie. And Molly posted their text exchange. It was almost 4 p.m. on her birthday. And then she wrote her mom, that's it. You don't have anything else to say to me? Oh my God, that's literally what Samantha says in the movie. Right, and her mom, her mom texted back, oh, I didn't realize it was the 18th. Happy birthday, I haven't got your present in the mail yet. Will do very soon. <laughs> I didn't know, she's turned 54 this year. Do you think in 54 years, does mom get a pass at this point? You know what's cool? What? Um, I don't know if this matters or not, but my daughters asked me to make a wish on my birthday this year. Really? And I said, well, do you remember the end scene of 16 Candles where Jake Ryan asks uh, Samantha, go ahead, make a, uh, go ahead, Samantha, make a wish. And she says, it already came true. Yes. I said, that's how I feel. I don't think I have anything to wish for. But I found one anyway and made it. All right, next up, we've got a relationship expert who's going viral on TikTok for a simple little piece of advice. The New York Post reports that Rachel D'Alto has over a million views for her video where she says, one thing that we must normalize in relationships is 
boredom. Mm -hmm. She says all relationships get boring at times, boring moments, boring nights, boring conversations, and that's okay. It doesn't mean the relationship is bad or over. It's the natural ebb and flow. Rossi thoughts. Yeah, okay, yeah, no. I don't like... <laughs> I don't like the word boring here because there's, I think the semantics are very important, right? If you could replace the word boring with comfortable, right? Mm -hmm. We had a nice comfortable dinner. We had a comfortable conversation. We had, then that's fine. But if you are bored with your partner, something is up. I, I don't think that's great. Am I wrong here? No, right. I know maybe the word she chose may not be perfect, but the lack of drama or anxiety, mm. or nerves. Oh my gosh, doesn't that mean something? And it, I don't know. I, That's I, a good point. Yeah. My joke about like the roller coaster of life yeah. applies to relationships too. You're gonna have ecstatic moments, exciting moments, kind of lulls and quiets and not so exciting. It just seems like that's the way life goes. Like it's, it's this, thank God it's not that, cause you don't want that. That's, that's true. That's dead. And mm. I, I would like, Comfortable, as you say. Agreed. 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 Love that. All right. Next up, we're going to talk the latest in fashion. And the New York Times Style Magazine reports this spring, the hemlines are rising with the temperature, and the mini skirt <laughs> is making a comeback. Look! Um, <laughs> these teeny tiny skirts like are everywhere as we eat our pasta. Check out. <laughs> Nicole Kidman is on the cover of Vanity Fair's Hollywood issue in a little teeny tight skirt. Now, Drew, um, <laughs> are you going to be rocking a, a mini skirt? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly, a mini skirt and a crop top seem to be on the menu too. We'll be right back. <laughs> This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. As a true connoisseur of reality television. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I need your take on this. Oh my gosh, okay. Okay, so Hello Giggles talked to experts to break down exactly why people are on the reality TV feeder. And they had different takes. Some said it's because they were so busy and so disconnected from people in their real lives, they just wanted to hang out with a bunch of people for a sense of connection. Mm -hmm. Other experts said more about the pure fun of living vicariously through other people, going through their love affairs and, you know, all sorts of life stuff and the safety and comfort from their own sweatpants. Sounds like a risk reward, if you ask me. Sure. 
Um, now, what is your favorite reality television show? I've talked about it here, I'll talk about it anywhere, but I could teach a PhD course in 90 Day Fiance. Thank you so much. You have anybody else? Yes? Well, Lee and I, we get home and we you know we make a little dinner and we watch it and we, we have opinions about, I mean, when you watch reality TV shows, you fall in love with the people, you invest in the people. And that's what I do. I actually care about their happiness. And I know, I know, I know. Oh no, no. I mean, to acknowledge the countless hours that you've spent watching 90 Day Fiance, I wanted to give you a little surprise, two surprises actually. It's a package deal. Please no. welcome to the desk, 90 Day Fiance stars Darcy and Stacey. No! You drew. Drew. Hello. Nice to meet you. How are you? Thank you. Thank you for having us. Do you know how much I love you? Now, which one's who's who? Who's okay. Stacey? Who's, Stacey? who's Darcy? I always have a problem. Darcy. Darcy. Stacy. Ross and Drew. Hi. Okay. I know so much about you. I can't. I cannot believe this is happening. You guys kept this a surprise for me. But uh, what? I have spent so much time with you, and I hope that's not creepy. No, not at all. Not at all. No. Oh, wow. <laughs> We've watched you fall in and out of love on 90 Day, and then we, you guys got your own spin-off show, yes. and we have seen love blossom and love wilt. Uh, where are we now in terms of our love story? How are we doing? Well, for me, I have some new breaking news. I'm no longer with Georgie. Aww. We uh, got re-engaged in the summer, but um, it just didn't work out, and I felt like I needed to stand in my power and just love me more and, you know, I feel much happier. I feel free. Yeah, good. I'm glad you're taking the care right of ones you. out there somewhere. So. Yeah. Yes. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. You know, single ready to mingle. Hey, you hear that audience? Single ready to mingle. And what about you? What's going on with yeah, your love life? Still married with Florian. Yeah. Seven years together, and obviously we met way before any TV show, and mm -hmm. you know. Oh, can I tell you, I mean, I don't know if you could feel the energy. I'm just Aww. looking at you. I'm so happy. I've spent so many hours in bed with you, and I've never said <laughs> <seen> that. <laughs> the first time I've ever said that to two women. <laughs> but I really, I just have to say, you know, you share your life, you know? And so just thank you for opening your life, because I have been invested for a very, Aww. very long time. Thank, thank you. For all the love and support. And thank you for surprising me. You guys um, have a new show that premieres tonight. Can we talk about that really quickly? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, yeah. so Darcy and Stacy tell all. There's a special, and we actually have a clip. Ready? Oh my Roll God, it. a clip. <laughs> Do you think Georgie's gonna show up, Darcy? Georgie's not gonna come today. So, you know, I'm, I'm angry. Hey, babe. I don't wanna be there today with our people, uh, with their I don't like any man talking to my daughters like that, any man. Oh my God, I'm riveted. Oh, yeah. I'm How do you riveted. guys feel about this new show? The Tell All is really gonna tell a lot and show a lot. Yeah. And you know, Stacey and I always like uh, come from an authentic place and you'll see a lot of truths come out. And the fact that, you know, my ex didn't show was just another reason why I just knew in my gut, like once it left my head, like my, my body followed. I just, you know, hit my limit and I had to say goodbye. Oh, but um it's, it was a great experience. I feel like it was healing. It was very us. healing. It is, it is. But I'm just thinking about what you need on the next season. I think it's a sassy gay friend that you can go to happy hour with every episode. Oh, yeah. And I'm just throwing it out there that if, 
If you need anybody. Hey, put us on speed dial. <laughs> Well, thank you, Darcy and Stacy Silva and the Darcy and Stacy Tell All special airs tonight on TLC. Oh and we're so God. honored to be talking about it. And thank you so much. You really have brought so much joy to Rossi's life. And it's <laughs> Thank honor. you, thank you, thank you. Can I give you a card? Oh, we'll be right back. Sound the gifting panic alarm. We've all been there. You need to find the perfect gift. You have absolutely zero ideas and you don't know where to start. Relax. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift mode takes the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. Just answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like, and Gift Mode gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Imagine pages of artisan espresso mugs for the coffee connoisseur in your life. Or for the pickleballer, customized paddle covers in every shade imaginable. Etsy's got you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. guest as a hopeless romantic, as a high wire artist, Gotham City detective, an extraterrestrial, but no matter what you call him, we definitely all love him. Please welcome the one and only Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Uh, me too. <laughs> I am just, I, I, I've loved you my whole life. That's how I feel about you, Drew. Honestly, it's really true. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I, I, it's not easy. I remember saying to my daughters, um, they were in the back of the car and we were talking about someone. And I said, you know, it, it's hard to grow up at all, let alone in front of everybody. Mm -hmm. I had done uh, TV movies, feature films, commercials before ET. I'd already been at it for years. Yeah. And you had two before Third Rock. That's true, yeah, because I started working when I was six and I started Third Rock from the summer when I was um, 13. So how did you learn boundaries? Because even as a parent now, when my kids were young and people would be like, well, you know, boundaries, and I was like, <laughs> no, I didn't have any as a kid. I oh, wasn't in a job that did. My parents didn't. My wife and I talk about boundaries a lot. That it's it's there. It's important to give lots of playroom, but it's also important that, that the boundaries don't move. We read this study. It was a really interesting thing where they they conducted this study with rats, right? And uh, they they put a, a wall around them, and and then they. Um, had another group of rats that didn't have a wall. And the rats that didn't have a wall bunched closer together and were kind of much more nervous and didn't play as adventurously as the rats who had a wall. Because if you know where the wall is, if you know where the boundary is, then you're free to play within those boundaries. And if you don't know where the boundary is, then you're kind of uncertain the whole time and you don't know you don't know where the boundary is. The walls do make you feel safer. Mm -hmm. And I love that analogy. It will forever live with me. Thank you. Oh, good. That's I'm so, so perfect. Happy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy. Well, there is a story about a casting director. Oh, yeah. And I was wondering if you'd tell it because it seems like it was a moment that may have 
changed your life. Yeah, it really did. This is a story about the very first audition I ever went on. It was um, for a Red Lobster commercial. <gasps> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, um, and I had to go in and sing. And I got in there and froze. Couldn't do it. And once I had kind of finished stumbling my way through the song, the casting director looked me right in the eye and said, that was great. Thank you. And what I love about this is that he didn't have to do that. And it would have destroyed me at six years old. And I probably never would have gone on another audition again because I would have been traumatized. And I wouldn't have become an actor. But because this guy took an extra couple minutes in his day to be kind, now I get to be here and doing this and talking to you. I just, I don't know him. I don't know who it was, but I'm so grateful to that guy. Where, I, where is he? I don't know. Help me find him. I would love that. <laughs> I know, right? If you're that man, yeah. <laughs> if you are the man who set the example of how we should all treat each other right. and change the trajectory of Joseph Gordon Levitt's <laughs> life, making all of our lives better. Please find us yeah. at thedrewbarrymoreshow.com. Yeah. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Red Lobster commercial, yeah. eons ago. You changed his life, and you changed all of our life for it. Thank you for sharing that story. Yeah. May we all remember it, because how we treat each other has the most tremendous effects on the rest of our lives. Which leads me directly to asking you about Steven Spielberg and working with him. Yeah. May I ask what your experience working with him with was like, him? and you were about to go into directing yourself. That was the thing, yeah. I was about to direct my first feature film, Don John, when we shot Lincoln, when I got to work with him. And so, obviously, I had the opportunity to observe one of the greats. Yeah. I was just watching him like a hawk the whole time. And um, one of the things that I noticed was he didn't have a shot list. And at one point, I actually worked up the courage to say, like, <clears throat> hey, Stephen, do you, do you have a shot list? And he was like, well, no, here, let me show you. I like to just watch what you guys do first. And then I figure it out. I'm like, you just figure it out. These Spielbergian cinematic shots that you make, he, he hasn't listed them, he hasn't storyboarded them. He can just, just kind of whip them up. He watches what the actors do, and he's like, the camera should go here. He, sh he can just see it. Now, um, switching gears a little bit, super pumped, the battle for Uber, I am... Um, Five episodes in. Oh, nice. I'm so into it. Oh, good. Oh, my God. You like it. <laughs> Tell me how you play someone so insatiable. It's so good. Mm -hmm. Travis Kalanick, who, who co-founded Uber, he, he, he made the fastest growing startup in history. There's something really admirable about that. He changed um, the world. Yeah. The question is, what was the cost? And who had to pay that cost? Because a lot of the folks, especially the drivers who are working with Uber or for Uber, the employees of Uber, they really kind of got a bad deal. And why can't we reward companies who do great things but don't have to step on people, even if they're a little bit less successful? Um, okay, we're gonna go to a quick commercial break. And then when we come back, Will you do a little art project with me? I cannot wait. Um, in honor of Hit Record, yeah. which is your company, which we'll talk about while we're doing the project. Okay, sounds good. Okay, perfect. We'll be right back. <laughs> What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? 
or the friends you find along the way. Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. This is the thing about changing the world. The world never wants to change. It's going to dig in its heels and tell you no and try to crush you. Fortunately for us, we are in the world-changing business. At least I am. I was built for this. They want to fight. Oh, I love to fight. You want to know who wins fights? Whoever wants it more. And who do you think wants this more? Them? Or me? Welcome back. We're here with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. And that was a clip from his new show. which is one of the best shows I've seen in so long. Oh, thank you. Um, you founded this company um, called Hit Record. Mm -hmm. Will you please tell us about it? Okay, so, well, it started before it was a company at all. It was just this thing I was doing together with my brother. Brother, yeah. Yeah, when I wanted to make little art different than show business, like little songs or stories or videos of stuff I was making, and he helped me set up a, a little website to put it on there. And then this community started forming on the website, and we all started making things together. And so now it's grown a lot, and it's a company, and we still make things together, and we've made big shows and won awards and published books and stuff like that. Um, well, since you bring people together through art, mm -hmm. I was wondering, we've never done this before on the show, um, we could uh, do a little project of our own. Ready? Okay, I'm ready. Okay, it's Masterpiece in a Minute. <laughs> Very simple. We're going to go for one minute, put the uh, clock on, um, and together we can draw one another. Okay. We have one minute. I'm going to draw you, and you'll draw me. Okay. All right. Ready? One, two, three, go! Okay. Okay. Who is um, an actor that you wish you could work with again? An actor I wish I could work with again? Um, Don Cheadle. Oh, I love him. I did a movie with him and Zoe Deschanel. It was actually when I met Zoe before oh, we did 500 Days of Summer together. I Manic. love the best yeah. movie ever. <laughs> oh, thank you. Now, you played an extraterrestrial, um, and I was in an extraterrestrial movie. Do you believe in extraterrestrials? Mm-hmm. That's it? What are you wearing on your shirt? Wait, I'm, I'm too busy drawing horses. Okay. Oh, my God, details. <laughs> well, okay, oh, God, 20 seconds left. Do you, do you consider seconds. yourself oh God, a hopeless okay. romantic in real life? A hopeless romantic, yes, absolutely, of course. Because uh, romance is really, like, what else is there if there's not romance, right? Oh, God, I know your family, your whole story is so beautiful. Okay, Inception was about hacking into dreams. What's the strangest dream you've had lately? The strangest dream I've had lately? The, the scary ones have spiders. Oh, okay, thank you. Oh, sorry. God darn it. I'm drawing a big heart. What do you heart. think I'm of mine, Joseph? I'm drawing how big your heart is. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, oh my God. Here's my real one, yeah. and I have hearts too. <laughs> Why do I have one too? What am I, a baby? That's all I have time for. Do you for. imagine me as like a 13-month-old? Is that what this is? <laughs> a little bit. 
Like, okay. I don't know, I just, I, I, I had only time for one, two. Okay, I see, you ran out of time. You had to ask the questions. I didn't want you to be toothless. Yeah. <laughs> one represents all no, 25 No, no, one incisors. tooth means I'm toothless. You could have just left out the teeth and then no one would notice. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Does this make it better? Pretty good, right? Oh, okay. <laughs> that is so much work. <laughs> Why did you cross it out? Now I'm missing the tooth. <laughs> Keep going. Okay, that's much better. Um, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, yes, I mean, as if we just couldn't all love you more. Oh, thank you, Drew. Phew, okay. <laughs> That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm -mm -mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. What dreamy words, pasta week. And we are so excited to kick off the celebration with our next guest. I'm a huge fan. He's a restaurateur, an Iron Chef winner, a Top Chef contestant, and one of the hosts of one of the greatest shows, Deliciously Fun, Fast Foodies, where he goes head to head with his co-host and recreates iconic fast food meals with celebrity guests. In fact, check it out right here. When Reggie brought out his dish, he did not mention anything about zesty sauce. Any Burger King onion ring connoisseur needs that zesty sauce. I'm going to make that from scratch. Some mayonnaise, ketchup, fresh grated horseradish, mustard, vinegar, and that is going to give my copycat the winning edge. Hey, man, what take long? Uh, well, I grew a perfectly tubular onion, so I right. can get perfectly sized onion that rings. That take long. Thank you so much for having me. It's amazing. Now, what are we making? Because macaroni and cheese is my favorite food on planet Earth. But I've never seen this. I know. Well, I do know that macaroni and cheese is your favorite food, so that's why we're making it. It's pasta it week. I know that. And Come on. <laughs> yes. Oh. oh. Mm. Okay. Pretty Sorry, good. I'm back. No, it's okay. I never left, <laughs> never... but I'm I'm very excited. Yes. Will you teach us how to do this? Oh my gosh, that would be like my biggest pleasure in the world. Let's do it. Thank you. Awesome. I feel the same way. <laughs> um, now we're starting with a roux. Yes. So you which... should have some butter melting right there in that pot. Yep. All right. So here's our butter. Here's, here's our, our butter. Flour. We're just gonna throw all that in. And mixy, mixy, mixy. And what you want to do, I mean, technically it should be equal parts to flour and butter, and you're going to get kind of that peanut buttery color right there. Uh, so we're going to take our, our, some milk. Milk. Yep. And we're going to add that in and incorporate it with our roux here. Okay. And that flour and butter is what's going to help thicken that up. 
All right, so then we have our little spice blend here. We've got some onion powder, some garlic powder, some smoked paprika, cayenne, little black pepper. Dump it all in. So then after that, so normally we'd let that reduce down a little bit. It's gonna get a little thicker, but we're gonna slide right over here. You mean like this? <laughs> like this. And that is the thickness that we want our roux with our spices to be, yeah? So here's where our mac and cheese gets a little bit different. So normally we would just do heavy cream, but we have a mixture of sour cream and cottage cheese here. And what that's gonna do, it just adds a little acidity, kind of that just extra oomph that you're not gonna get from a normal cheese sauce. So this is what makes ours a little different. So just go ahead and dump that right in your little bathtub. Oh, this is, this is really beautiful. I love a sour cream, cream cheese approach. I'm all in. So here we have, we've pre-melted a little American-style cheese, and that's just gonna give even more creaminess, more cheesiness, make your bathtub even more delicious. Are you melty over there? I am, I'm melting right. everywhere. <laughs> Let's add some pasta. There we go. And I don't, there's not enough calories in here yet, um, so we're just gonna finish it off by mounting it with some butter, because butter makes everything better. And the butter is gonna give a little thickening Thick, action. Yeah, it's like that mouth feel. It's velvety, it coats it. I mean, butter does so many things. So I think our pasta is perfect right now. We're gonna take our spoon. I think you have a bowl over there. However much you want, we're just gonna spoon right into this bowl. So here's where our mac and cheese gets a little bit different. We take these hot, crispy, cheesy, flaming, flaming puffs, and we are gonna put those all over the top. As much as you would like. I'm gonna center it. Are you, look at that plating. So, wow. From you, the amazing chef, are you kidding me? Oh Thank my gosh. you. I cannot believe Justin, you would say that. Thank you. Um, oh, and then a little. I mean, if, it depends if you like them pre crushed, if you want them whole, if you want a little bit of both. You do your thing, girl. Should we have some? Bon appetit. Cheers. Thank you so much for making mac and cheese with me, Drew. Thank you so much for teaching me how to make your beautiful mac and cheese. I mean. <laughs> this is so layered, so pleasurable, so not what you think it's gonna taste right. like. Right. I will say, it really puts a new spin on mac and cheese. I kind of thought I was gonna have familiar territory. Mm -mm. Not at all. Mm -mm. It's that sour cream, it's the crunchy bits on top, it's the little cheese pillows. You completely transformed the dish. Thank it's you. incredible. I'm just gonna take one more as bite you, to As you sure. should, as you should. Yeah, no, it's incredible. Thank That's you amazing. so much, Thank you Justin so much. Sutherland. New episode of Fast Foodies airs on Thursdays at 10 p.m. on True TV. One of my favorite shows, and also catch Taste the Culture with Justin Sutherland on YouTube, which is where you go and explore women yes, um, throughout the country and their culinary backgrounds. Women, uh, just BIPOC, just, just, you know, people of color and females and telling untold stories in the food world that, you know, would normally not get a platform. So, you know, I want to take the spotlight off me and go find new stories that need to be told. All right, well, we'll be right back. And we'll be right back. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back. You know our next guest from her roles in Deadpool, Gotham, Homeland, The Good Wife, Mm, my gosh, so many exciting and amazing things she's put out into the world. And now she's playing a feisty felon on the new show, Endgame. Take a look. The worst day of my life and I still almost got you. What do you think I'll do tomorrow? Small thinking. What's in motion will eclipse you, the FBI, the government. You're going to learn a lot, Agent Turner. You have no idea who you're dealing with. There's the old street fighter. You're so cool. Thanks, man. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I have help. I'm not this cool by myself. Um, okay, well that kind of brings me right back to when um, I, I saw you in, let's talk about a few of your projects if you okay. don't mind. <laughs> sure. um, Deadpool. Oh yeah, okay. Okay, you're so hot and cool in that. Thank you. Any fly on the wall moments from Deadpool? Um, I will say, the second film, um, I shot all of my scenes underwater, and that never made it in the movie. And I, I was, when I tell you, in a panic. Like, I was panicked the entire time. This is not, I don't scuba dive, I don't do well, and it was like, it was as if, like, you know, like the, it was probably another 10 feet above the ceiling here. And when you're like, you know, I think this was the, the word for I need air, and then this is the word for get me out of here. I, w I was always doing this, and they'd like, okay, they'd have to like de-strap me from the chair. Because they're weighted, I'm sure you're weighted yeah, down you're so weighted that you're down. not floating up. It's terrifying. Um, okay, Homeland. <laughs> oh my God, first of all, Kudos to you. You've got Mandy Patinkin, Claire Danes, Damian Lewis, like everyone doing their thing and you come in there with your moxie and just meet the moment. Thank you. They shot the pilot with somebody else, unfortunately, and it didn't work out for whatever reason as the mom. And I, I got the role and came in already to, you know, a pretty gelled cast and um, the kids, they were like kind of putting me through the ringer a little bit, the kids, they were like, so. What's your name? Uh-huh, you think you can just come in here and be our mom now? Okay, <laughs> let's see. By the end of that day, we were besties. All right, give me a fly on the wall moment from the amazing show, Gotham. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, that show um, has a real special place in my heart, of course, because it's where I met my husband. Uh, and I, you know, our, we all, we shot together for five years. We became a real family. Um, I had a baby. <laughs> That's him. He wrote um, the last episode that we ever shot. And it was a scene where, the, the very, very last thing we shot after five years was our marriage scene, our characters getting married. And it was, I'm gonna start crying thinking about it, but he, like, he wrote this beautiful speech that Harvey gave that was very, um, you know, sort of personal to us and had be moments that, really resonated with our personal life. Yeah. Oh! 
much a lot. <laughs> That's so much even better than fly on the wall. Okay, <laughs> tell me about Endgame. Uh, yeah, it's. I'm so thrilled with how uh, they've been supporting the show. Uh, I don't think you can be a human in any city in the United States right now without seeing an. You ad turn or and a it's poster. the end game with like your sexy <laughs> yes, the two mug on like, yeah. um, It's a joke in my family. Bow to the queen now. Um, it's so I play Elena Fedorova, who is an international arms dealer who uh, has orchestrated getting arrested, essentially, so she can set in motion with a fabulous Carolina Herrera dress that I found myself. It's And it doesn't wrinkle, which is really it impressive. Does. No, it doesn't! I didn't notice it, it doesn't, doesn't wrinkle. I kept watching, I was like, it's gonna wrinkle, it's gonna, no, it's not wrinkling. No, it's I not wrinkling. I wore that dress for three or four days straight. I only took it off at lunch. It's and so they beautiful. only pressed it once in the day. Anyway, to, to go on about what the show is about, um, she gets captured and I, even though my means of going about things are potentially illegal and a little questionable, what I want is justice and truth and revenge for what happened to my family, which was orchestrated somehow by the US government, which you'll come to find. I'm probably giving out a lot of secrets I shouldn't No, be. this is so good. I'm <laughs> sorry to say it sounds sick, but everybody loves revenge. Yes. They do? Yes. It's healthy. It's a, a healthy dose. It's so true. Um, well, I happen to be looking at your Instagram page. Um, I hope that's okay. Of I'm course. cyber stalking you. <laughs> there for the looking. Okay, good. Um, well, we wanted to just do a little quick deep dive with you mm -hmm. and see um, if we could ask you some rapid fire questions that okay. we got from okay. your profile. Okay. All right. You call yourself a wine drinker, late night thinker. What's the best idea you've ever had while drinking wine at night? Having a third kid. <gasps> Okay, perfect parlay with three kids under the age of 10. What is the best parenting advice you've ever gotten? Just try to be good enough. Don't try to be perfect. As a Brazilian native, what is your first stop when you go back to visit? Um, I go to these little kiosks that sell, they have like, they're lined with fruits um, and you just make up a juice combination and a grilled cheese sandwich. The grilled cheese? The grilled cheese they're is the best. flat. It's the best. The best grilled cheese yeah. ever. Um, well, thank you so much. Um, Marina, watch um, the end game Monday nights on NBC. And as usual, we'll be cheering you on. Thank and you. admiring everything you do. Thank you so much. We'll be right back. Play a quick round of truth or dare. Yeah. All right. Do we have Carmi Regrandio? Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi there. Uh, okay. Best suit of the day. Thank Hello. You. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So what's it going to be today? Is it going to be a truth or a dare? Uh, dare. Okay. I like how you revved up for it. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming down the pike. You ready? I think so. Yeah. Yes, always. Yes. Drew. Okay. I dare you to try to crack an egg without getting any shell in the bowl. But there's a twist. Ross will be behind you <laughs> and you have to use his hands instead of your own. And 
Ross will be blindfolded. Oh, I already like that. Yeah. Your hands will be behind your back, and you have to guide Ross the entire time. Okay. okay so it's your hands, my eyes. Yes, and we'll work as a unit. Okay, so I guess you ready? We're All right. Okay. All right, Drew. All right. Remember, no shell, no shell no in the bowl. Okay. Wait, is this the blindfold? It Wear looks your like apron. a blindfold. Okay, I'm gonna put uh, this. I don't want you to get dirty, so I'm gonna oh, put a little. Thank that's you. That's cute. You ready? All right. Cute, cute, cute. You strap me in. I'll strap you in. Oh. <laughs> um, okay. Blindfold me. Okay. Here. Okay. I know, even though I'm in the heels, thank you, Rossi, for you coming. You can do this. I'm gonna get behind you. Guide me. <laughs> okay, forward. Okay. Okay, and now go down and get the, yeah, get oh, the Oh, that's egg. an egg. Yep. Okay. <laughs> now, wait, okay, no, okay. Keep your hands straight. Well, girl, come on, I can't do <laughs> straight. Your hand. <laughs> wait. Keep your hand straight. Okay. Okay, now, one, two, three. <laughs> I think that worked. All right, pick the bowl up. Pick, yeah. Okay. <laughs> now, oh, yeah, get oh. that egg out. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. <laughs> okay, now. Okay, count now. me in. Okay, you, you, uh-huh, uh-huh, okay. right there, right okay. there, right there. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. And... <laughs> I'm gonna do a little softer. <laughs> okay, ready? Three, uh -huh. two, delicate. Oh, okay. Oh no, this is not gonna go it's well. It's gonna go great. All right. Okay. Any shell in the bowl? Carmi, I'm really sad to tell you there's a tiny bit of shell, but I am very proud of Rossi because not only did the last egg he get in the bowl, it didn't, he, he didn't break the yolk. Thank you so much. Woo! How'd I do? Oh God. You can break it. How about that? Hey! Woo! Good job! That wasn't Woo! bad. Oh, okay. Well, thank you, Carmi. I have to say, Drew, that one really cracked me up. Oh. <laughs> well, thank you everybody so much for choosing to spend your time with us because we make this show for you. So please take it with you. <laughs> You want to come cook with us? Vamos! Let's get cooking! Your preschooler can swing into action with Dora and Boots for a musical adventure in her brand new podcast. Recipe for Adventure! It's Dora's recipe for adventure, and she's cooking up special treats with all her friends and family. We've got everyone's favorite dishes. Empanada! Paleta! We're cooking up a family adventure, and Dora has the perfect recipe. Listen to Dora's recipe for adventure wherever you get your podcasts.